Welcome into Inside the Den, your look inside Lee's McRae Athletics. Inside the Den is produced for the sole purpose of keeping Bobcat fans in the know and can be found on our website, lmcbobcats.com, or on SoundCloud. Just search Lee's McRae Athletics. Now, here's your host, Tim Hall. Welcome back, Bobcat fans. Today's episode, we are going to mix things up a little bit. And instead of talking about sports, we are going to talk about giving back. Specifically, the annual food drive conducted by the Staff Association on behalf of Feeding Avery Families. Now, we have several guests on the show today who are going to share stories and perspectives about the food drive and the organization Feeding Avery Families. We have Dick Larson from the organization. We have Coach Brad Dunn, the president of our staff association at Lees McRae, and we have a member of the cycling team, Matthew Armstrong, all three with different perspectives and different input and different involvement with this food drive and the organization. I think you're going to enjoy today's show, and hopefully it will be a call to action for you to get involved, to give, to donate, to volunteer, and help those in need. So sit back, enjoy, and go Bobcats. All right, Bobcat listeners, we have a special guest. We have the executive co-director of Feeding Avery Families on the line, Dick Larson. Dick, thanks for being on Inside the Den today. Well, thank you for having me. I'm, I'm delighted to be here. Well, so we've got you on the show to talk about your organization, Feeding Avery Families. Uh, share with the listeners what it is that you do and your organization does for uh, here in the high country. We are, we are a food pantry. Uh, that's our basic mission. We serve food to people who are hungry and in need in Avery County. Um, basically, there are approximately anywhere from 2,500 to 3,000 people in Avery County who are food insecure at any given time. Mm. We, we are currently serving a roughly 15 to 1,600 people a month. With food, uh, we, we provide families with food once a month. They, uh, they come to our center in Newland. Uh, we traditionally had uh, provided prepacked food for them up until a year ago, January, when we instituted a client choice model, which just means people shop for themselves. We loved it, and they loved it, and then just like everywhere and everyone else in the country, COVID turned that on its ear. Mm. So within about a week, we had to pivot from that. This is a bit like athletic strategy, that somehow the game doesn't always work out just precisely the way you had uh, strategized it. Uh, we had to convert to a drive through model in the parking lot and have no one come into the building at all. Oh my! We are blessed with great volunteers. They, they made that pivot with us. Beautifully, I think, and uh, and that's what we've done since uh, early March, I guess, and and we'll continue to do that, probably, I'm guessing until early next summer, whenever uh, we have achieved some element of herd immunity through widespread vaccination. So, mm-hmm. probably another six to eight months. Uh, that's not what we want, but it it works well. We are distributing food 
to families of, let's just say, one to three members. They're getting anywhere from 70 to 100 pounds of food when they come. They can come once a month. Uh, it's uh, just a supplement, but nevertheless, it, it allows us to make sure that we are providing some food of uh, good nutritional quality to people in every county that need it. Mm-hmm. And we do a bunch of other things, too. We also run the backpack program in the county schools. Uh, we have set up uh, pantries in the county schools so that no child in our schools should be hungry. When, fam- when, when these classrooms have their snack times, there should never be a little boy or a little girl sitting in that room who doesn't have something to eat when everyone else around them does. We've also opened a series of community pantries. We have six pantries stationed throughout the county on or near the grounds of some of our elementary schools. And they're open 24 hours a day, seven days a week for anyone who needs food. And we don't monitor them. They are not under surveillance. We have no records. Anyone who needs food is welcome to come there whenever they need it. That's a great idea. All of those are great ideas for people to get involved and creative ways for you to to help those people in need. Now, how long have you been a part of the organization? And uh, yeah, so how, yeah, how long have you been involved? And I'm curious, just w- what have you seen uh, as an evolution of the organization over that time? And you alluded to the impact of COVID. Uh, yeah, what what are just the changes that you are experiencing through that as well? I I came uh, just a bit over three years ago. I joined the organization in uh, late July of 2017. At that time, we distributed, in 2017, we distributed 167,000 pounds of food, which sounds like a lot. But last year, we distributed uh, 504,000 pounds of food. Wow. This year, with COVID, we are already over 600,000 pounds of food with two months left. So I, I'm guessing we'll be up uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of 40 to 50 percent from last year. We have grown from uh, roughly 440 families that we served a couple of years ago. We'll probably be serving in the neighborhood of 650 families this month and next um, in, in terms of our primary pantry. Much of the, much of that, but not all of it, is COVID-related. As I said, we're only serving. Um, roughly half of the people in Avery County who are food insecure, and we keep trying to extend our outreach to all of the people who need it, whether they are Hispanic or Latinx people who are reluctant to come or afraid to come, whether we have people who are uh, suffering from transportation insecurity or just physical immobility issues. We are beginning to work on developing a delivery process of mobile services business to get food to people closer to where they are. Uh, The need far outstrips what we are able to do, what we have been able to do in the past, but we have been blessed. We have wonderful donors. We have wonderful support in this community. So we uh, try to continue to expand what we do, reach out. We will be uh, up whatever that multiple is. I think uh, that's probably four times what we distributed in uh, 2017. So mm. it's been a big growth. It will continue to be big uh, as long as COVID is as much a factor as it is. Uh, with Pfizer's recent announcement, with Moderna's coming announcement, we may well have a vaccine. 
approved by the end of the year, perhaps actually available for widespread distribution by mid-year next year. So that will probably reduce our need somewhat because it will help the economy get back on its feet. Many of the people who have found themselves suddenly, abruptly unemployed will will, uh, hopefully be able to return to some gainful employment. But it will still not change the underlying problem of 2,500 to 3,000 people in the county who have been food insecure even before COVID became a factor. Yeah. As you're saying all those things about the challenges and and the growth and all the moving parts, I I think about your needs and and it's you need more than just food. Uh, there's a lot of things and ways that people can support and help and give to your organization. Maybe touch on that a little bit about. Uh, it, you know, maybe someone isn't able to necessarily donate food or money, but there's other ways that they can support and help you. Uh, what are, aside from donating the food directly, you know, what are some ways that people can get involved in your organization? Yeah, really great point. Terrific point. Just today, for example, we we also partner with our county schools and with the Mana Food Bank in Asheville to do a community market uh, once a month. And this today was the distribution for that. We're in the old Lowe's food parking lot in Newland. We served uh, just a little over 180 families today. But somebody has to be there to help us uh, move the food, pack food into bags or boxes. Some folks help put it in cars. Some are just there to record the very limited information that's taken in. In this case, all it is is the number of families served and the number of individuals in the family. They, they require very little actual data but someone has to record that. Uh, they, all of these things don't necessarily require physical prowess. Some do. Uh, some involve lifting heavy boxes and moving things around. And, and it's always great to have some young women and young men with far more flexible backs than mine <laughs> to do those things. But there are always things that people can do. There, there is almost nothing that someone could be able to contribute that we don't need when we do these things. The same thing's true in our distributions, even though we're doing them as a drive-through in the parking lot in the new and shopping center that our clients don't ever leave their cars. But there are still, we have more records that we have to keep because we distribute some some federally provided food, some food from the USDA. And so we do have to record a little bit more information about mm-hmm. people. But again, that's, uh, that, that, that's just demographic data. It's just writing things down, uh, talking to people. Uh, in my case, I, I spend a lot of time directing traffic. Uh, you don't need to be a genius to do that, but <laughs> but it's nice yeah. to be friendly to yep. people. They're there. They're intimidated. They're frightened. They're scared. They're depressed. They don't want to be there. Our job is to make this experience pleasant, to make it uh, an, an opportunity to extend love to people. They They didn't ask for this either. Uh, our, our job, we are blessed to be able to, to help people in need. And, and we, we want them to, to leave, hopefully feeling a little bit better than they felt when they came. So we have our volunteers at our place now that we're wearing, I have these guys wearing pilgrim hats. Next month, they're going to be uh, Santa's elves. They don't quite know that yet, but, uh, but they will be. <laughs> and because we'd like to make it 
just a little bit festive. We see so many people who, for especially this year with COVID, couldn't look you in the eye. And mm-hmm. I mean, they were embarrassed to have to be there saying things like, I never imagined ever, ever having to do this. I, I've worked all my life. I've never, I've, I've never had to get uh, uh, help like this. Our job's to be there to help. It's not there to judge. We're yeah. just there to, to, to help, and we are blessed to be able to do it. Well, one final question for you. When organizations like the Staff Association at Lees McRae do what they're doing with our food drive, what impact does that have on your organization, and, and how much does that provide for you all? What type of support, what, what reach does that have, and, and how does it affect your organization for you know, organizations like ours to do what we're doing? Let me tell you, I think I'll probably take a different tack than you expected. But obviously, we need the food. We need money. We need all of that support. Every nonprofit does. Every nonprofit is a three-legged stool. They need product, in our case, food. They need money, and they need volunteers. But what we desperately and absolutely require is community support, community buy-in, community understanding. I, I hear all the time from people that have grew up here. I've been here all my life. I didn't know we had homeless people here. Mm. I didn't know we had people who were hungry here. I didn't know that anybody needed this. And of course, I never knew that our organization existed because if you don't know that the need is there, why would you think there was an organization to respond to that need? The One of the most, I think, most impactful parts of having the least McRae community involved with this is, is just involving everyone, faculty, staff, but particularly students, in realizing no matter how bad their day is, there are people in this world who aren't worried about having the newest technology or, or, or the newest device. There are people in this world who can't feed their children. And it's a huge step to have those young people involved the future of volunteerism in this country, it does not look like people like me. You don't know me, but I'm a white-haired, older guy. The future of volunteerism in this country are the people on your teams. Mm-hmm. And we have to have them understand and get involved and buy into what we're doing. You're right. That wasn't what I was expecting, but that's what we needed to hear. Well, Dick, thank you for sharing your story and the perspective of feeding Avery families. Uh, uh, boy, you, you just, you, you're going to hit some hearts with that message. And I sure hope, well, I that, hope so. yeah, I think you did. Uh, I'm pretty sure you did. So thanks for being on inside the den and sharing that story today. Thank you, sir. Thank you for having me. All right, Bobcat fans, Brad, as you know, is the men lacrosse coach here at Lees McRae. Brad, thanks for being on Inside the Den. Well, thanks for having me again. It's a, it's a pleasure to always serve here. Well, you know why you're here, and that is we're talking about our food drive with uh, and for feeding Avery families. But Brad, uh, most people may not know, is the acting president for the Staff Association at Lees McRae. Now, Brad, uh, 
what exactly does that mean? What what does the staff association do at Lees McRae? So the staff association is is our connection um, as as staff members from across the uh, across the campus, um, which you know will include your coaching staff, your business office, admissions, um, basically everybody who doesn't teach. Uh, we are we form an organization or an association here to support each other. Um, we you know have an annual fundraiser that we uh, that we run. Uh, around this time of year to to raise funds so that we can uh support each other in times of need um we you know if a individual say has a birth you know we want to celebrate that and we want to uh you know provide them um a meal if it you know if they're living in a hectic time um heaven forbid when a staff member has a death in the family you know we want to send our condolences because you know as you know lise mccray is is so family oriented you know being such a small campus um we we look at each other as as one big family so this is just sort of our our way as staff members to to reach out and and connect with the campus mm-hmm. well you know i shared with the listeners earlier about uh, how I found out about the food drive was I got an email and thought, you know what, uh, we need to get involved and do more with this. And I think the special thing about, to, to piggyback off what you just said about family, is uh, my eight year, my, now my eighth year here at Lee's McRae, there's one thing I've you know, grown accustomed to is just how our little community rallies around one another. And especially when people are in need. Uh, and now we're, you know, looking to rally around feeding Avery families. And so, yes, let's talk about what the staff association is uh, spearheading on behalf of them. Absolutely. So the staff association holds an annual food drive uh, ahead of the holiday season um, to benefit <clears throat> feeding Avery families. Uh, feeding Avery families is, is a local a uh, local nonprofit, uh, specifically designed for uh, for our area to help uh, to help those who are, uh, who are in need or who might need a meal or um, you know it's 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 your classic sort of food bank um, you know but being that you know we try to engage and and truly follow our our school motto of in the mountains of the mountains and for the mountains we as the staff association feel very strongly that this is uh, a great way to give back uh, especially this time of year when uh, you know uh, families are looking for maybe that little bit of help to get them through the holidays and and provide for their for their youngins um you know given the great uh, the great holiday experiences that they that see in the hallmark movies mm-hmm. well you know man we're we've been pretty fortunate throughout this whole experience uh, since early spring, you know, you and I both have had jobs and our college has weathered the storm. Uh, you know, we haven't, we haven't really, you know, faced hardship or struggle through all of this, but you know, I was reading through their website at, at feeding, uh, averyfamilies.org. And it says, you know, they said they provided food, uh, for, uh, 460,000 meals in 2019. 460,000 meals, uh, which I found remarkable. And, and so, you know, if we're able to help, uh, 
provide some of those, I, I think is a wonderful thing. Uh, you know, for people out there who want to help, want to pitch in on campus, uh, you know, what are what are some suggested items to bring or to give, and what are some of the locations around campus they can do that? Absolutely. So, you know, any non-perishables, um, you know, go a long way. Your canned foods, canned beans, um, boxes of the macaroni and cheese, um, even up into, <clears throat> you know, cereals, so long as, you know, they're, they're uh, sealed and um, can, you know, be shelf-stable for a while, um, will go a long, long way. Um, we do have several collection points uh, on campus. Um, we have one at uh, Williams Gym. We have one in the Cannon Student Center. Um, I believe Matthew is adding one to uh, McDonald Dining Hall. Mm -hmm. And we have one in the uh, Chafee Building um, as, you know, sort of sp spread around campus there for, for anybody who, who can uh, who can help us out a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. As you mentioned, you know, Feeding Avery Families is, uh, they're doing a fantastic job. And, you know, I find that, especially you know students um they get to kind of they get so used to you know the Lee's McRae campus they don't you know they don't really realize everything that's going on around them in Avery County um you know Avery County is a, it's a beautiful place um but there's a lot of individuals who who you know are in need in in our county so you know we being as you mentioned you know we've weathered the storm uh, as a college we've weathered the storm as you know students faculty and staff we've all we've all been very very fortunate so you know this is a great opportunity for us to to give back to to the area that gives us so much yeah well you know you and I were talking earlier and giving back is a difficult thing to do uh, in these times, in these COVID times, uh, our teams were accustomed to doing various community service projects in the fall and spring semester, and, and we've been quite limited in what we can do, haven't we? We sure have. We sure have. Yeah. Um, yeah. It is unfortunate, um, you know, the, the, the situation that we're living in, but I do know that you know, my program, your program, and several of the other uh, teams here on campus do look forward to the opportunity to to return to our normal you know, community service. I truly believe that that builds not just for athletes, but, you know, college students as a whole, that really builds the the, the full holistic college experiences is to give back to the area in which you choose to make your home for four years. Well, that motto in of and for the mountains, boy, I tell you what, it when you've been around here and you really fully embrace and experience it, it does hit home. I'm a big believer in that if you ever want to receive, you first have to give. And this is one great way all of us can do that. So, Brad, thanks for being on the show today and sharing uh, what you and the staff association are doing. Thank you for having me. And my next guest on Inside the Den is... Matthew Armstrong. Matthew is a senior on the cycling team. Welcome to Inside the Den, Matthew. How you doing tonight? Thank you. Yeah, I'm good. Thanks. All right. So you know why you're here. We're going to talk about this food drive we have on behalf of Feeding Avery Families. Uh, I know the story, but maybe you should tell the listeners, uh, how did you get involved in this little, uh, in this drive that we have right now? Um, so the staff association at Leeds McRae um, they had been sort of backing a, a food drive for feeding every families um, 
and the cycling team got passed on the message uh, just just to help out, and it was met with a lot of enthusiasm. Um, it was initially the seniors that were told about it, and when we passed it on to the rest of the team, everyone else was keen to get involved, and already sort of with a few days in, we've come up with a lot of innovative ideas on, on how to gather the food and the donations and raise a bit of money for the charity themselves. So, yeah, it's been good so far. Well, you're no stranger to feeding Avery families, uh, and, and we'll talk a little more about just how much you've been involved in the past and, uh, and you know, why, why you're a part of this and why you've really taken some initiative. But, you know, so far, what have you and the rest of the team accomplished in, what, just a day or two? Yeah, so obviously, with only, what, a week and a half left of school, it's a pretty time-sensitive issue because we only started to talk about it maybe two days ago. Um, so, yeah, already we've we've collected a, at least two full boxes worth of sort of non-perishable items, and uh, we've raised over $100 to give directly to feeding, feeding every families who are going to spend that money with their uh, supplier called MANA, which is a, a charity based out of Asheville that specifically provides uh, local food banks. So yeah, they're going to use that money on exactly what they need and what their demand is for in, in, over in Newland. And so you've not stopped with just the cycling team. Uh, you've branched out. Uh, explain a little bit about how you're reaching out to you know, other teams to get them involved. So uh, it was last night, the student-athlete leadership team uh, had a meeting just on Zoom and we tried to expand it to the entire athletic department and all teams just really to get the word out and get awareness out about what's going on because every year there'll be some sort of food drive and it'll be in one of the last nights of the year of the semester and no one will really know about it. So I, I, I'm pretty sure that people are willing to donate and they're happy to and they want to, but it's just the awareness has been the issue over the past few years. So even though we only have two weeks left, we're all really getting the word out now. So, yeah, we brought it up in the meeting last night and other teams seemed pretty responsive. And I got a few emails back about exactly, you know, how they could get involved and, and where they could bring donations and how they could come together as a team and, and really help help us out. So. Yeah, it's been it's been really positive. Like the sort of sense of community on campus has been has been encouraging. Well, you know, I was talking with uh, Coach Don about how giving back and community service uh, and volunteering, how important it is to our athletic teams in the fall and the spring, and how you know the COVID situation has really affected that. Uh, you know, but you you you've been involved in feeding Avery families in the past uh you know yeah share with the listeners just the things that you've been doing with them uh before this food drive uh so i think i first got involved maybe it was two years ago i think where the cycling team went out before thanksgiving and helped move who knows how many frozen turkeys out (laughs) of a trailer i remember that (laughs) out of a trailer trailer into another freezer um which, yeah, left us all with pretty cold hands, but it, it was, you know, it was a great experience, and uh, I was lucky enough to sort of know a few people that volunteer there, and they sort of invited me back, and I thought, like, why not? So uh, I've been multiple times, and, I, like, with me living here over this summer, um, I went back, and that was a time of 
pretty high demand. Um, but they run a pretty tight ship over there. It's run by a guy called Dick Larson, who who really does a, a great job um, making sure that no one leaves without what they need and what they want and a few extras even at that. So, yeah, I've just helped out at the food bank a few times, a couple of times a week over the summer and <clears throat> and last semester as well. But they have volunteers that are there two times a week, every week, nonstop. So, yeah, they, they do a great job. From your experience uh, in specifically about this food drive, and maybe talk to the students on this one. You know, I'm sure even myself, we think, well, what should I buy? What should I donate? What should I consider giving? From your experience and working with them so much, what are some things that some fellow athletes and students should think about, uh, hey, just picking up extra when they're at the grocery store next time? Yeah, so the first thing that people usually think of is like, you know, soup and canned goods like that. But there are a lot of other items like, for example, dog food is one of them, you know, because people have pets too, like everyone has pets, uh, but also sort of pasta and even toothbrush, tooth, a toothbrush, toothpaste, um, like a hairbrush, a bandana, things like that. It's not necessarily just food. And non-perishable items aren't just cans. It's not just canned goods, but sort of anything that you could think of in the rooms, you know. Um, so, yeah, it's it's a whole variety of different things. Yeah, well, yeah, you can get creative. Uh, and, you know, I I was doing that tonight when I went grocery shopping, as a matter of fact. I'm like, all right, what would be some good things to pick up and, and contribute to, uh, to, to the food drive? So, all right, we have a little over a week left. Students are leaving uh, what on the twentieth doesn't give us a whole lot of time, uh, and I know that you've added some drop-off points to what the staff association had. Where where would those drop-off points be? Uh, so the Chiefy Center, the Office of Student Affairs, the gym, the cycling team facility, and then this evening another one was added in the cafeteria. All right, all right. So there's no reason for people to not find a place to drop them off. Yeah. Well, and you mentioned too that. They do accept donations, and uh, you know, you and and some some of the other athletes are taking donations on behalf of them, and will be given later on. You can also go to their website of feedingaveryfamilies.org. There's a donate button there, uh, and so really, in, during this time right before Thanksgiving and Christmas, I mean, there's really no no excuse for not pitching in and helping out. So, uh, really encourage everybody to do that. So, all right, so Matthew, I have one. You know, one final question for you. Uh, in your extensive experience that you had, you know, working with them and volunteering for them, you know, what have you learned the most through that experience? Um, honestly, probably just that we're all the same, you know. Pe people need what they need. People want to help other people. You know, if, if someone's in need, most most people are going to want to help them you know it's just like anything like the, the people that we find that have been coming and distributing and donating they've all you know it's made them feel good it's made it's it's just been a win-win for all sides um people appreciate it people like to do good it's just it's nice to see and yeah it's it's been a pretty humbling experience well good well i'm glad you've been involved and 
really appreciate you spearheading this when I, uh, you know, when I shared that info about this food drive and you're doing a good job. Let's see, let's just see how far we can take this thing in the next week or so and, and make a difference. Yeah, sounds good. All right. Thanks, Matthew. Thanks. To listen to this episode again or to find previous episodes, go to our website, lmcbombcats.com or find us on SoundCloud by searching Lee's McRae Athletics. And as always, go Bobcats.